Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. Let's do this. And today's topic is how to lead like a boss. Now, if you're a boss of your own company or you're a boss in a corporation, this is going to be valuable information. It's really going to help you to really up-level the success of you, your company, and your team. And so I really want you to listen in because I have a lot of information that's going to really help you to advance and do that. Now, the first tip I want to share is, uh, as you know, and I'm always going to talk about this, is communication. Uh, when you're leading anyone, especially a company or people, you must be able to communicate clearly and effectively. So what's this going to help you to do? It's going to help you to uh, be able to articulate clearly your vision and your goals and also the expectation that you have for your team members that's going to create the results that you want in your company. And so communication goes a long way because it also allows um, an open door to getting feedback from your team, active listening, and being able to really work together as one for a common goal, right? It's going to be a win-win for everyone. But not only that, it also helps you to really build trust and create an alignment uh, with your team. What I mean by that is that, have you ever been um, or worked for someone and they were always for themselves? You know, I'm the boss and and you're the minions. (laughs) He had that type or he or she had that type of attitude. How did you feel? When you're working with that person, did you feel like you really wanted to do your best for them? You know, it's, it's always great to put yourself into someone else's shoes, especially when they're working with you. And so think about that. How, did you feel like you wanted to work with them? Did you feel like you were part of the team? Did you feel like you're working toward a common goal? Did you feel as though they were really looking out for your best interest uh, in regards of helping you to succeed and advance? in your area of expertise? Probably not. And so you really want to uh, lead like a boss that's really going to allow you to make some changes, make big things happen in your area or industry, then you need to learn how to communicate with people. And I'm talking about this from my own experience. And that's why I became a communication coach. My stuff is that, uh, I just have a hard time communicating. I was one of those people who's very standoffish, very um, diplomatic, right, in my instructions. And it took me a long time to kind of break the ice and kind of learn how to, like, put my guard down and work with people. But I found that when I learned this skill that we're going to be talking about today, that allowed people to really have more fun at work and enjoy work and want to be there. And the productivity that came from that really rose, right? Skyrocketed to the top. And so I definitely want the same for you. So let me just give you some examples of 
how you can become a better communicator with your team. And that's going to allow everyone to get on board with your vision, with your mission, and also take your company to the top. So one of those things is to set clear and measurable objectives for your team. Now, think about that. If you don't set clear and measurable uh, objectives, then people are just willy-nilly running around and doing all kinds of things and not really focused on the product at hand or achieving the best outcome. And so being able to discuss and we have a quick meeting, you know, let them know know, the reason for the project. Why are we doing a project? Why do we want to be the best? What are some competition that's out there that we're running up against? What are some problems that may arise that we may need to overcome to achieve this objective? I want to take a quick break to thank all our listeners, contributors, and give a shout out to Mint Wave Radio for promoting our show in Scotland, the UK, and around the globe. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, or if you are an entrepreneur looking to enhance your communication and connection skills as a leader, contact me at bcmbeloved.com forward slash contact. So when you're doing this, when you're talking, you want to definitely break down, you know, break down everything into smaller pieces because as a leader, you may have had a lot of experience in this area, but think about it. Some of your team members may have not. So Breaking these down to smaller pieces that they can, um, they can, um, you know, under better understand or better utilize, right, and better comprehend. So it's not such a huge scale that or big project that becomes very overwhelming. What you want to do is just break it down to small pieces and maybe start on you know, one level, then go to the next, and and go to the next, and go to the next for better understanding. And so being able to communicate that into smaller, more manageable tasks may be uh, the uh, like turning point of you actually achieving your goal and not. Because if everyone's overwhelmed and everyone, no one knows what to do and everyone's just stressed out and feel like they have too much to do and are not really working toward the goal because they're so stressed out and they're so tired, that's really not helpful for you the company or the overall objective. And so communicating clearly is vitally important. The next is to be open. I know many companies have an open door policy. I'm not sure about yours, but letting your teams know that, hey, I'm I'm available for you. If you have any questions, you, you want to give me feedback and you have any ideas, I'm open to listen because think about it. Have you ever been to someplace, I don't know, a company or something like that, and and the boss's doors were always closed or the executive doors were already always closed? How did you feel? You felt like you were an outsider, that you were included. I know that's how I would feel, right? And you felt like, uh, like you weren't important in that company. But if you have an open door policy, which I have experienced that as well, I love open door policies, especially when the executives open up their door and and are welcoming when anyone comes into their office and has a concern or maybe it's just an idea on how to solve a problem that you've been thinking about for, for a very long time. You know, open door policy isn't it shouldn't be thought of as negative, you know, something that's going to stop you from working. It could be a great way to help your employees in some kind of way to 
have those discussions and conversations that's going to allow them to be more productive and feel more uplifting and working toward that project at hand the best that they can. And when you are communicating and you're establishing that you know, feedback and giving and taking, and you're really talking about the subject as a whole, you know, that just opens the door for a lot of aha moments. And that's really what's needed to really work toward, you know, a certain project or goal. So active listening is very important. So allow your team members to share thoughts, share ideas, you know, if they have any concerns, work it out with them. Don't let them, don't leave them hanging and leaving and leave them to figure out how to solve problems on their own. Remember, you are the boss and their success pretty much depends on you and your ability to help them get through these things. And so allow, uh, do that and also uh, allow yourself to just be open to establishing not only that relationship with them, but it's going to help you to build trust and likability so that people, what? They want to work with you. They want to move forward. They want to please you in a way that's going to make you feel great and make them as well, right? When you are when you have a team that really wholeheartedly works for your benefit, your greatest benefit, and they work hard for you and you feel that, you see that, how does that make you feel as a leader, as a boss? as an executive of your own company or a company that you run. I'm sure it makes you feel good because you're all, each, everybody's winning, winning and everybody's working at a high peak performance. And that's what you want. That's going to get you the results. That's going to, is what's going to build success in your company. And so, and next is to lead by example, right? When you're leading by example, you should really think about your own behavior, your own productivity, you know, and your own ethics, uh, both on the job and off the job, because people see that. People see how you're living. And what you want to do is you want to motivate and you want to inspire your team members to do better. You want to be a role model for them, someone that they look up to. Hi, this is Chrissy Love of BCMB Love, and I'd like to invite you to tune in to my show that's being aired on WinWinWomen.tv every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 7 p.m. UK Time to get public speaking tactics that can be used to increase your communication skills in a way that will up-level your career and your life. Someone that they want to follow, right? A great leader. A great leader shows by example. But let me tell you this. Now, if you are working on doing your absolute best by setting an example, trying to be a role model, but you see, and I've experienced this myself, you see a team member who's not inspired by what you're doing, who is totally kind of antagonistic toward what you're doing and, and and is thinking totally opposite and not on the same page as you, not feeling inspired, not being motivated, not feeling more uplifted, then that's a person that you need to kind of investigate a little bit more and find out what else are they doing within your company. Now, I wouldn't say behind your back, but 
uh, undercutting something somewhere that they have some kind of ulterior motive against what you're doing. All right. So be aware, be aware of those things, but also always, again, lead by example. And when you do that, understand that you're showing that you're committed to the company's value. You can, you're committed to inspiring your employees to do better. You're committed to really doing the best and creating the success, not only for the company, not only for yourself, but think about it. When you're producing more, right? When you're producing more, you're uh, making clients happy and, and they're enjoyable. The people are buying things from you on a consistent basis, What your productivity and your profits are increasing. And that's going to be a win-win, not only for you, but also your, your employees. Hopefully they can get bonuses or something else, some kind of rewards at the end as well. We'll talk about that a little bit, little bit more. But what you want to do is you want to emphasize the importance of being an influential, right? And not only in your ethical practices, but also in your social responsibilities as well. How are you behaving when you're at company functions? How are you behaving you know, out in the street when you go to the store? All those things matter. How are you behaving perceived um, behind closed doors? Because people are watching, people see you. And if your employees see you acting unethically, they're liable to also kind of lower their standards of work as well. And so you won't, don't want that. You want everyone to continue to be um, uplifted, showing their value, right? And doing the best they can while they are working. So working hard and showing that you're dedicated is one of the reasons that people want to work with you in, this, in the first place. And you're going to create a welcoming culture of people who want to work with you. Now, I've seen a lot of things in the news, people in the news nowadays that are very... It's a just just rude um, the way they talk about to their employees, the way they talk to their employees in their demands of the company. And when I read the comments, people are not happy. They're happy to leave. They're happy to quit their job. They're waiting for the boss to let them go so they can go uh, file for unemployment and go look for another another job. Right? I don't want that to be you. I want you to have a company and culture where people want to work for you. This is not a dictatorship. And it should not be a dictatorship. The, the, the definition of a boss or a leader is does not mean dictatorship, right? It means someone who can lead a team, a culture that works together for the greatest good of that company, of those for those clients, for the services and products that you provide. And that's what a leader and a boss does. And so don't let me get on that topic. But, uh, you know, I, I see that quite a bit. And people think that just because they're a boss and they make all this money, they can treat people any kind of way. No, that's when opening the door for feedback and getting, you know, and, and having those conversations with your team is vitally important. So make the extra time, take, take the effort, take the time, make the effort to encourage employees to work hard. Let them see you that, hey, 
that you're working, that you're coming to work every day, that you're not on, on the golf course, you're not shopping all day long. Show them that you're just as dedicated as they are to getting the job done. Right? That's going to help you to create <laughs> an environment that strives for greatness. Now, the last thing I want to touch on is empowering your team members. As a leader, as a boss, you must empower your team by giving them autonomy and also giving them the resources that they need to be successful in their job. Now, think about this. What if someone's working and they don't have what they need? Um, they don't have anyone that they can ask questions to. They don't have anyone to give them guidance. They don't have any training. They're totally lost. How productive do you think that person's going to be over time? Not very productive at all, right? So I want you to think about how you can really invest in the success of your team by taking the initiative to create new ideas and be creative and find ways that's really going to uplift them and make them the absolute best that they can be. Because when they're best, when they're working their best for you, right? Because you've given them the tools and the resources and everything they need to become successful. That creates a winning team. And so some examples of resources that you can give, support that you can provide in completing their, their task better is ongoing training. Ongoing training and development and a personal development or professional development, it should be ongoing. Listen, the only way people are going to grow and develop in their area of expertise is that they continue to learn, gather information, get guidance, understand the new technology that's around and how they can create new and, and solve problems. And so when you give that to them, that's going to make for better employees, more happier employees. But on the other side, if people are being stuck and stagnant and doing the same mundane thing day after day, year after year, that is not going to Allow them to catapult in their area of expertise. It's not allow them gonna, gonna allow them to grow. It's not going to be effective for your company. So find ways that you can encourage them to step outside of their comfort zone. And I want you to pay attention closely and look at those people who are afraid to do this, who are afraid to do anything that's outside of the norm. Listen, employees get very depressed and down and complacent when they're not striving to achieve something more. And those employees will soon wither away. They're going to start to be sick, ill, take off of work, you know, show disinterest. Instead of they're disinterested in the company, start chattering and complaining and, and backstabbing and doing unethical things. We're not being productive. We're not, not being challenged. And so as you're your goal as a leader, as a boss, to continue to challenge your employees, not too much now, but give them something that helps them to think outside of the box, use their creativity, use their knowledge, use their gifts and talents and to a greater height. It's also going to lead to more productivity, a happier environment for your company. And so this can also help them to uh, achieve more. So when you see your employees doing a great job, okay, listen, um, 
when people are working hard for you, okay, working hard for you, acknowledge that. Acknowledge what they're doing and reward them for their efforts. Now, I have seen people work their butts off for their company and are never rewarded, never thanked. So realistically, they can really be working there for for 30 years and never get a reward, never get a thank you, never get a, a something that, that shows appreciation. I want you to think about that. Ways that you can you can reward your staff for their achievements. However, if you see an employee who is not producing, who is not showing that he is in alignment with the core values of the company, that person should not be rewarded. Because I've also seen companies or bosses who reward everyone because they you know everyone, but life is not fair. Not everyone put in 110%, but those people who did put in 110% should be rewarded. The people who do not, did not, should not be rewarded. That also makes for a great leader, someone who's able to do that. But the people who are not rewarded, you need to find out why they did not achieve the outcome that you set for them. What kind of resources, what kind of tools, what kind of guidance do you do they need to help develop them into a person who will get to receive the next reward? So think about that. How can you encourage those team members who are not doing a great job, right, to be just as great as the people who are at the top uh, scale of the company? And so think about that, right? Ways that you can gain, you know, the respect and the buy-in from everyone in the company, right? This allows you to help empower your team members. And again, it allows you to build a high performance team that's going to get your results that you need, success that you need, and of course, increase your bottom line. And so today we talked about how to clearly, clearly and effectively communicate with our teams as a leader and a boss, and also lead by example, right? Show um, show them that you are an influencer. Show them that you have skin in the game, that you are there and you're committed to that company. And also find ways to also empower, motivate, encourage your team members to do their best and also reward them as such. So that is how you lead like a boss. And I hope you go Take this information, apply it today and create that successful company that you always desired. Okay. Um, and if you have any comments, uh, you know where to find me. I'll leave my information in the commercial afterwards. Feel free to connect with me. And I just wish you, as always, much love and success. And if you want to hear more information about how you can really not only communicate, but really create a life, a business that is fulfilling and one that you desire and one that um, is richly rewarded. Make sure that you continue to tune in same time, same place on the Be Seen, Be Love TV show. Bye for now.